Hi, you are listening to High Value Women, brought to you by the New Feminist magazine. We are your hosts, Ellie Massiara Fielding. And it's the she-wolf in your closet, Adam Sarsity Rollins. <laughs> Yay, so appropriate. It's here, guys, it's here. It's the one, it's the day. The episode. It's the episode that everyone so slash Adam has been waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> Only me. No one has been waiting for this but me. It's the birthday episode or more specifically adam's birthday episode um and this episode is about the icon shakira oh the goddess the queen of latin music (laughs) oh before we dive in too much because i will be diving in a lot and bear in mind everyone i'm usually very sassy in episodes i'm just gonna be a bit wild up today which is, you know, cute. But before we dive in, let's do the Femi Facts, the Femi Thoughts, before I get carried away. Yeah, sure. I, I will be, I have been asked to basically be like a moderator this episode by Adam. To <laughs> <Yes>. Basically, <laughs> to basically cut off conversation when it's uh, time I was like, to move don't on. let me ramble. I've also been given homework, which I thoroughly enjoyed. <laughs> Best homework I've ever been given. Um, so <laughs> that's gonna be fun to dive into but yeah okay let's let's get into the Femi facts and thoughts do you want to go first so mine is a Femi shout out and it's on the same mm-hmm. kind of lines as the main topic I just wanted to give a shout out to our homegirl Britney Spears yeah um, yep Ellie and I both read her book The Woman in Me basically as soon as it came literally out literally the day it came out oh no trust we were on it we were literally so fast and i just want to give a shout out to britney um i don't know how much we've actually talked about britney on the podcast but we have covered her in the magazine before Mm -hmm. and she's an icon she's a legend she is the moment and i'm just i'm so happy that she's been able to actually share her story for her own words for her own lens and me and ellie were talking about this after the pod um after the pod after we finished the book and it's just so nice that she's been able to tell a story in her own terms because so many people still are like question everything that she does. Is she like no people ask like is she crazy? Is she like stable and whatever? And it's very clear from her book like Homegirl is doing fine. She's just figuring out life as a free woman now, which I think we can all be sympathetic to that being quite hard um, after thirteen years in a conservatorship. So. Big shout out to Brittany. We love you, girl. Yeah, and we should all be giving her the space to do that. Because, like, after I read it, the takeaway for me, as I as I, I told Adam, was literally just, in the words of the, the viral video <laughs> from, like, 2010, it, it's time to leave Brittany alone. Like, genuinely, let yeah. her, let's give her the space to just, like, figure stuff out and just, like, figure herself out. Because she's not been given the space to do that ever. Even pre-13-year conservatorship like she was she didn't have that space to, to no, be she's been she's been scrutinized since she was like a 17 year old girl mm. just think about like what i was like at 17 to know that if i was under that much attention from that age mm. and for good reason honestly she was that she's an amazingly talented artist oh god yeah um but to be under that much scrutiny from that young of an age and to, that show never ended until like my into my forties. Insane. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. So yeah, I'm so glad that you used that for your Femi fact. I'm so happy. Gotta big up the pop girlies. Yeah, if if you guys want to like maybe 
want us to talk about Britney, let us know because we now that we've read the book, we'd happily like to talk about her life a little bit more, maybe along with some other icons or maybe like child stars. That would be such a good episode, actually. Oh, that would be a good episode because like we've also both read Jeanette we'll McCurdy's as well. Yes, <laughs> so maybe we should. Oh my god, we should so do I'm trying, we're doing it. That's, yeah, okay. that's one that we're doing. Yeah, Sorry. that's that's confirmed already. <laughs> watch the space oh we should try and get a guest on like maybe like a minor like disney star yes oh my god okay right i'm gonna sorry (laughs) i'm getting carried (laughs) away so basically my femi fact has taken shape in the last uh, hour because um i got a very exciting package through my door which is a book that i ordered yesterday called in the defense of witches which i think is really famous like loads of people know about it Hmm. um and i just thought it looked really cool um and I've so far I've only read the introduction but I already highly recommend it and to be fair the introduction is like 40 pages long um but there was a couple excerpts that like floored me that I would love to share for my oh, yes, please do. okay first one being something that got me so incredibly excited so and this one is a fact right the first feminist oh I should give some context I mean not that you need to like the book is called in the defense of witches it goes through like the history of witches and like why women are still on trial that's the title of the book um and how the history of witches has is like intertwined into the history of feminism and femininity and, and women it's fascinating anyway In this part of the book, she says that the first feminist to um, disinter the witch's story and to claim this title for herself was the American um, Matilda Jocelyn Gage, who fought for women's right to vote, also fought for the rights of Native Americans and the abolition of slavery. And she was even given a prison sentence for helping slaves to escape. And then in... um, in a works a, a work by her sorry called women church and state she offered like the first feminist reading of witches which is awesome when for witches we read women instead we gain a fuller comprehension of the cruelties inflicted by the church upon this portion of humanity which what she's basically saying is that you know witch hunts were one of the most atrocious like human massacres in in our history and and we don't really bat an eyelid at it and that it took it took us right up until almost 1900 for somebody to be like hey do you think that was sexist <laughs> which was th- this woman Not right real. and um anyway her because her work was so like impactful her son-in-law l frank baum wrote a book and a character was very very hugely inspired by her works um, and he wrote The Wizard of Oz and Glinda the Good Witch was inspired by her works because he wanted representation of a good witch because um, like it, for like a feminist reading, which I had no idea. And this blew my mind because and more context, my absolute favorite movie growing up was The Wizard of Oz. I watched it on repeat, like multiple times a day, every single day, no exaggeration for years. <laughs> my mum was like, do you want to watch Annie or do you want to watch anything else? <laughs> like please please um I was obsessed with it so I just I loved it because I was like oh my god what a full circle moment for me because I'm late to feminism that I was almost like destined to end up yeah end up here I I don't anyway 
It's so cool because I read this woman's work when I was at university. Oh, right. Did you? Wait, as in um, yeah. Gage? Gages? Yeah, because I did a module called Religion and Gender. And then I did another one about New Wave Religion, um, which covered Wicca and stuff like that. And did like all the history of like witchcraft and things. Um, so yeah, I'm quite familiar with that sort of stuff, but it's nice that like, oh, I was like, oh, I know this stuff. Like, (laughs) (laughs) no, I thought you did. Yeah, no, I don't know anything about it really. So I was really, that's why I got it. Cause I was like, I really want to learn more about it. I might pick up a copy actually. Because it sounds fascinating. I can send you mine afterwards if you don't mind the annotations. Oh my God. No, I'd love the annotations. Like we get extra context, (laughs) we get information, (laughs) enriches my reading experience. In one part though, I do just write lol because, um, she says, I'll read it (laughs) because It's really, really short, don't worry. She says, misogynists too, as ever, appear to be obsessed with the figure of the witch. Uh, And then quotes. She then quotes a American evangelical, oh my God, help me out. Evangelical. Thank you. Um, Like TV personality, Pat Robertson. um, Oh yeah. In a TV speech from 1992. Um, where he says, um, feminism encourages women to leave their husbands, kill their children, <laughs> practice witchcraft, destroy capitalism, and become lesbians and become lesbians. And then she says, and prompted many to respond, where do we sign up? <laughs> Literally, yeah. I'm like, I'm I'm so in. <laughs> it's oh, it's it cracked me up. Anyway. I mean, the bit about having children, just circle back to the child-free episode and you'll see how true that is for me. (laughs) Well, hang on. It does say kill children. (laughs) Okay, yeah. I don't want to kill children. I just don't want to have any... I don't want anything to do with them. Oh my god. That's so funny. Yeah, so anyway, I thought, Halloween's over, but it's still spooky season. Like, it's winter. It's still still spooky season. So I was like, let me share this. And that's my Femi fact. Thank you for that. I loved that. No worries. All right. I think it's time. You know what? Many people uh, said to us that we, sh- or said to me anyway, I don't know about you, said that we should, because if, you, if you're if you new here, are you new here? <laughs> um, welcome. Welcome. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> sorry, that was very cold and hostile. Um, but it's been like an ongoing game where anytime Adam brings up Shakira, I say drink. <laughs> and then that's hence why we're here today. But um, a few people have been like, why, why why, don't you drink? I'm like, I'm sorry. Do you want us to be hospitalized with our stomachs pumped? <laughs> the entire episode is about Shakira. What do you not understand about that? Like multiple people have said that to me. Anyway, that's not going to be happening. No, we would be... <laughs> We would pass away. And I need to stay alive for Shakira S12 to come out. Like, I need to see the new album. I need it. (laughs) Oh, God. Right. Well, let's get into it. Let's get into it. So, yeah. So, please don't drink every time I mention Shakira's (laughs) name. Because you'd already be, like... You'd already be at least, like, six or seven in. But, um... (laughs) When we do future episodes, that rule will still apply. Because don't think, everyone, that I'll get my fix today and then we're not bringing her up again. (laughs) like <laughs> don't clown yourself no no this this will continue forever it's a religion anyway <laughs> it is okay so where do we start Shakira. so i did write a little intro on my phone okay, just to kind of i read it and it's like it's not the best honestly because like to sum her up and how much i love her in words is really hard <laughs> that's really sweet but, uh, <laughs> i adore her i just i love that woman so much 
But to quickly introduce Shakira and a few of her achievements, she sold over 80 million albums globally. She's been number one in over 60 countries. She has the most played song of 21st century radio, um, which is hit song line. She's performed at four World Cups. She did the Super Bowl halftime. She's a VMA, VMA Vanguard recipient. She's the most awarded woman in Latin Grammy history and the most critically acclaimed and awarded Latin artist of all time. Wow. She has built over 10 schools across her native Colombia, um, advocated for early childhood education, refugee rights, environmentalism around the world. She was a UN Goodwill ambassador, still is, has been for over 15 years. She worked with the Obama administration on the um, Council for Educational Excellence of Latinos. She's a vocal feminist and she has built a bridge from Latin America to the global stage, paving way for Latin artists, especially those from Colombia. Um, and without a doubt, she is the queen of Latin music. Yeah, 100%. I, did I hear that correctly, that you said she is, uh, Hips Don't Lie is the most played song it is. in the 21st century on radio? Yep. Oh my God, that's a major achievement. I mean, to be, to be fair that's well deserved like that song is iconic like who doesn't like that song i've never seen anybody not have a reaction to that song that's positive go on it's like not even in my top 30 shakira songs i love hips don't lie but it's like there is stop y'all get into this get into the discography and you will realize hips don't lie is a cute song it's pop perfection but it doesn't even scratch the surface of shakira's genius musically oh my god so I, so part of my homework, right, was a playlist <laughs> that Adam put together, which is called Shakira, Shakira for Newbies. <laughs> and I was yep. very specifically instructed to listen to it in order. I, I would, I would, I'm really excited to find out why. I'd like really want to know why in that order. So I orchestrated that playlist to specifically touch different themes of a discography. Okay, 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 okay. So if I open up the playlist, I'll talk you through my thinking with a few of the key songs. Bear in mind as well, we will put this playlist in the um, episode description and we'll like put it on Instagram and stuff like that. So everyone can listen to it. Do listen to it. It's great. If I do say so myself. It is. So I started with some of my favorite Shakira songs, which is when Shakira gets angry because she's great at a pissed off song. So we started off with a song called How Do You Do, which is a song from her 2006 album, All Fixation Volume 2. Mm-hmm. Um, she questions religion, the God of Abrahamic religions, um, and it's a really brilliant example of a lyricism and a political songwriting. And that's what it's about. To... <laughs> okay, that makes way more sense. Yeah, so then it goes into Don't Bother, Poem to Horse, Mon Amour. All these songs are like, Shakira's mad. She's mad mad. Mm-hmm. Um, then we go into sexy Shakira. So we have a song called La Tortura, which is the sexiest song of all time. It was the first Spanish language song to be performed at the VMAs, actually. Oh, it was. I really history. enjoyed that one. Yeah, that's a great one. Featuring Alejandro Sanz, who every Shakira fan loves. Um, then I moved into more of her global sound. So we've got Whenever Ever, um, Ojos Así, um, La Bicicleta. These are all songs that like use very specific regional sounds, mm-hmm. either Latin or Arabic, usually, or Arab, I should say. Uh, then moved into sort of like more pop perfection songs um, and kind of like reggaeton perfections. Like we've got Hips Up Lie here. We've got a song called Chantaje, which is a big hit in 2017. Um, then we moved into some of the best lyricism. So we've got a song called El Jefe, which is very new, which um, is very Mexican inspired. Um, again, sort of more regional sounds. 
But further down, we've got a lot of her earlier work where her lyricism really shone. Songs like Moscas and La Casa, which is my all-time favorite Shakira song. Um, or Pesas Casa Sueños Blancos, which is a song which questions the political structures of Colombia. And then ending with just some classics, a few ballads, because she does great ballad. Um, and then She Wolf, because that's just such a great song. I and think that's finished... my favourite, to be honest. I don't want to yeah, be a basic I bitch, but it, it definitely is. <laughs> and then we end with Shakira Bizrap Music Sessions Volume 53, which is a song that came out at the start of this year. It's a very candid song about her breakup with Redacted. Oh, well, I was just about to say his name. Are we not allowed to? Oh, no, we can say his name. Gerard oh, Piquet. Or... Yeah. Does, does she mm. say his name Piquet in the song? Yeah, so in the song, she uses words like salpique, which means to splash in Spanish. Oh, okay, and... because in the subtitles, it didn't say like pique, like the name. It said yeah. another word, but I heard her very distinctly say pique. So yeah. I was like, okay. She... Yeah, she also says claramente in the song. So his mistress is a woman called Clara Chia. Yeah, claramente yeah. in Spanish means clearly. But she very cleverly in the lyrics, she used words that had their names in them. So <laughs> that she was calling them out without being like, just batting them. That's such a boss move, honestly. That's that's she's such, such a, a boss she's move. such a queen. Yeah. So, what so I, yeah, she's what kind I, of been having a great year. Yeah, yeah. I want to hear more about what she's done this year because, um, okay, two things. First of all, I listened to this playlist with Felix because <laughs> we were in the car. Oh, oh, did Felix like it? <laughs> he loved. Yeah, he thought it was great. Oh yay! He, I've got to say, he did laugh every time she um did her le lo le le lo le. Like literally any time, <laughs> he was like. <laughs> um, I think probably just because it's iconic. Um, another thing that I found with her lyrics, right, was that they're very literal. Like I didn't, which I, I is um, quite um, not shocking, but like quite sobering to listen to when you're like paying attention to the lyrics, but in like a good way, I think, in a in a way yeah. where a lot of people often don't sing what they mean, whereas she's just straight to the point. I, I don't, is that a theme with her or was that just in a few songs that um, I picked that out? So... She can. She's very poetic, but I'd say more so in Spanish. Um, in English, her writing's like she's a poet in both languages. Like, mm-hmm. but I would say um, in Spanish, her lyricism is a little bit more sort of what's the right word of saying this? It's almost like a little bit more like surrealist. Oh, okay, maybe more poetic. Yeah, um, or in a different kind of way. I'd say for the songs, I assume that you think of like Session um, sessions 53 that we just talked about. Mm. Um, and like, I assume like Don't Bubble was probably one of them as well. Yeah, it was definitely the earlier yeah. ones. Yeah, so when she's calling someone out, she's like, no, I'm not going to beat around the bush. Fuck you. <laughs> Which I I love. I really love that about her. Yeah, no, I loved it too. I, th- I thought it was awesome. So another thing, so while Felix was... Um, listening he he said to me she's like what's she up to like she's not really done anything recently has she like she's sort of dropped off the face of the earth I was like no quite the opposite actually mm-hmm. I just don't think she's hyped enough um and I feel like In a lot UK, of people yeah I feel like a lot of people here don't won't know like all of the like moves she's made all of the like awesome stuff she's done in recent years do you want to like maybe talk about some of the highlights of her Ooh. from the recent years okay so I guess we're kind of talking about like um, what we're currently calling the S12 era, which is like, because we she's not put out her 12th album yet, but we're in the build up to it. Okay, 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 okay. Um, So let, we're just going to call this S12 for now. Okay. Um, Because we don't know the name, we don't know anything about it yet. We don't know when it's coming out. Mm-hmm. We've been waiting for a while. 
seven years. <laughs> That's quite a long time. <laughs> this, to be this, fair, is though, this quite a long era then? <laughs> um, it is and it isn't because the era kind of started really in 2020 with the Super Bowl. Right. So she basically did the closing ceremony of the world because she did the Super Bowl on the 2nd of February, which is actually her birthday. Became more um, tweeted about than the Super Bowl itself. Like, she was trending higher than the actual Super Bowl. Oh, wow. And the team that won. That's amazing. Um, So she did that. And then she's released a few, like, what we call droplet singles that we know now aren't going to be on the album. They kind of, they were cute. They did, no- like, noise in Latin America. Um, But then last year in June, I believe it was June or May, mm-hmm. she announced that her and her ex redacted, as we'll now know him as, because we've already named him. Mm-hmm. Um. We call him Pig Kay in the fandom. Oh, okay. <laughs> but that man cheated on her. And she released some called Te Felicito featuring Raleigh Alejandro, um, which kind of alluded to that. And she's kind of, she's, I wouldn't say that she's just the attention solely because these songs are talking about a breakup, but the lyrical content of them is, it's a, some of the strongest lyricism for a long time, I would say. It's kind of known in the fandom that with PK, her music's always been great, but um, some of her least, at least personally, some of my least favourite music came out while she was with him, particularly her self-titled album that came out in 2014, um, an English language album. So what can't remember to get used on an Empire and those sorts of songs. Oh, I liked um, Empire. I thought it was good. Empire's a great song. Yeah. Just um, the, the, the B-sides on the album aren't my favourite. But she's kind of, from Te Felicito to now, she's released about seven songs. They're all really good songs, but the biggest one definitely is um, Session 53, which we talked about. And the next biggest one is probably a song called Tekuhe, TQG in English, with Carol G, who's another Colombian singer. And in these songs, she's kind of just... She's really leaned into, like, no, I am fucked off. You cheated on me. Like, mm. fuck you. And... I think that's really important, actually, from a feminist perspective, because so often we kind of expect that women, particularly when women have children like she does, it's kind of like, oh, well, you just like, yeah, this is shit, but you need to just like go and be a mother now. You, yeah. You're not allowed to like be public about this. You're not allowed to be pissed off. You just have to like keep it moving. Yeah. And she's kind of done the opposite, really. And it's worked in her favor because she's the most streamed artist who debuted before the year 2000 on Spotify this year, with over 7 billion streams this year alone. Wow. Like, we, uh, people in the UK would not know that. They'd be, I think we'd, no. they'd be very surprised. It's because the era at the moment is all Spanish music mm. and Spanish language music. Although she did get to about 30 on the charts with Session 53, I think. Oh, okay, okay. Um, it was the highest chart in Spanish language songs since Despacito. Oh, wow. Okay, okay. That's pretty um, big. But yeah, England is quite unique. The UK, I should say, it's quite unique that in Europe, in North America, in Latin America, South Asia, Africa, the Middle East, Shakira is like as big and as popular as she has ever been. Mm. But because we have such a monolingual culture here, and unlike in the States where there's a lot of people who are Spanish speakers, we don't really have that here. Mm-hmm. Um She's kind of, well, she's criminally underrated here. And it, it does kind of piss me off a bit. <laughs> I'm like, no, she's really good, guys. It's just because she's not singing in English anymore because she doesn't have to. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So do you think that's like a, the, the main part of it is that she's she's singing in Spanish now. So people are like less interested. Or at least people in the UK. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that's so. That's such I think, a shame. 
Yeah, I think it's because as well, like we ha- we have such a monolingual culture here, and they do in the states as well. But they've got that's so true. But in the states, they do have enough like Latinos there to kind of like you know still give her the traction that she needs. Yeah. Um, like, but obviously here we don't really have many Spanish speaking people. Obviously, there are mm. people that speak Spanish. I speak Spanish now. Um, slay. But I know very slay. Gracias. <laughs> What's slay in Spanish? <laughs> um, I don't actually know that one. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> is it i probably <laughs> maybe you know i could see like rosalie going like oh yes it's <laughs> Mat- so. matar but i think that's quite oh matar means to kill to kill i think that's quite literal yeah i wonder she if actually has a song with the word mata in i think i sent it to you sequeres se mata the one about abortion? Yes, 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 you did. You did. I don't that wasn't on the playlist though, was it? That was just something you sent me like. No, because that's like a de- that's like a deeper cut. Because like this playlist I sent was like, right, if you want to get in Shakira, these are the songs that you have to know. Right, right, right. Mm, Mamona, maybe? Oh, well, Mamona, Shakira. Eso Mamona. Okay. And if you're Spanish, anybody, let us know. There's a like Yeah, do let us know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanna know now. It's like Slay. No, that's that's our version. <laughs> yeah. For the rest of the episode, if we want to say slay, we can go Slay. <laughs> okay. Sorry, where were we? I got distracted, didn't I? Oh, I've got distracted too. So I wanna know what why and don't take offense to it. I just genuinely want to hear like how you, you're gonna phrase the answer. Why do mm-hmm. you love Shakira? Like what was it that made you be like yes this woman is my icon it's a really good question because well yeah it's like well why um (laughs) so so i actually discovered shakira when i was really little um in 2004 so this is like pre-hips don't lie whenever ever had been out for about two years at this point and we went on a family holiday to greece Mm -hmm. and in the resort they only had her album laundry service which is the album her debut english record um her fifth album one of the best albums of all time and honestly so important in musical history because it's the most successful linguistic crossover that's ever taken place in music history oh, i would wow. argue bear in mind that when she wrote never ever and that entire album she was learning english at the same time oh wow okay that's super impressive yeah i mean she learned portuguese in like a week so homegirl <laughs> yeah she, oh she speaks like seven languages by the way what oh my god seven yeah English, Spanish, Portuguese, French, Italian, Catalan, and Arabic. Oh my god, she knows them as well. Okay. <laughs> oh, trust and believe. When I like say like I know everything about this woman, I know everything about her. I, babes, I do not doubt you for a second. <laughs> I fully so. I may as well be interviewing Shakira right now. So Shakira, tell um, me. <laughs> Why do you love so. yourself? <laughs> So on this holiday in Greece, they only had laundry service. I was a little kid and I was like, wow, this this music is just amazing. It's everything. And I, so I was a fan from then. But for me, it was the She-Wolf era. Oh, yeah. So I was 11, 11, 12-ish. And she performed on X Factor, of all things. I think I she remember performed that performance. I watched X Factor She did the song, Did It Again. And I was like, oh my God, she's just like so uber talented. So for... 
it must have been like my birthday or Christmas. Obviously, they kind of fall near each other. But I got the She Wolf album, the CD. It was my first ever CD. Oh. And I just love that. I still have the same one, and like the case is cracked. It's like it's a relic. But I I love that album to death, and that uh, that album will always have a place in my heart because it's like the first one that really like I was like, no, this is it. Resonated and, with you. And then it was through from there that I started to listen to more and I got more into her as a person. And at that time, I just, I I got into her before I came out. Mm -hmm. So she's even pre like gay Adam. Well, obviously I was always gay, but you know what I mean? (laughs) Um, And when I came out, school became a pretty difficult place for me to be. Mm -hmm. And I think what really solidified Shakira for me was in her career, from the age of 18, she created her charity, Fundacacion Piercis Casos, which means Barefoot Foundation. And she's devoted so much of her time, her efforts, her money, her platform to the importance of childhood education. Mm. Um, and I think it made me really appreciate it. It's like, yeah, it might be crappy to be here sometimes, but I actually get to go here for free. I've not had to like, you know, flee my home like a lot of the Colombian kids that she's basically put through school have. And... I just think also artistically she's so distinctive and what I love about Shakira is she's one of the most gender gender genre diverse (laughs) um Freudian slip one of the most genre diverse artists because she has rock music she has like really traditional Colombian folk music reggaeton she's done like reggae stuff she's done like african beats she's like played with like indian sounds middle eastern music obviously like she's unique in the pop space because she's the only major artist that uses both the pentatonic scales that everyone else uses and arabic scales when she sings Mm -hmm. and despite all of those different global sounds genres and the different sort of eras of shakira's career she has such a unique quality to her music that no matter what she's doing, there's that Shakira stamp on it. Mm, it is it's it is very um, rare to have such a distinctive, unique style where you could you could speak and people will like immediately know who you are. You could sing a note and people will immediately know that that's yeah. Shakira. Like that's really really impressive and hard to do. Like the fact that she her talent and her like distinctive voice can stand alone without like an image or brand I think is really cool in itself yeah and what I love as well is I mean she is to me one of if not the greatest performer of all time Mm. I've been in the room with her performing and you know I've been to like my first concert ever was Gaga I love Gaga you know I've been to like like Dua Lipa and Nikki and um Little Mix like I've been to a lot of like the pop girlies concerts in my day like and they're all great, but what is so distinctive about Shakira is her concerts, they almost feel a bit more like a rock show than anything. Because Yeah, I was gonna very... say do you know yeah. what? There was a couple songs on there, right? Where I don't don't take offense. Okay, I don't mean this offensively. In fact, I mean this as a compliment if anything. Hmm. Especially in the early two thousands, I I think, I think, but correct me if I'm wrong, where it was getting a bit rocky. Not super rocky, but it was giving me like Goodbye. But she started as a rock artist. It was giving me like goodbye Mr. A vibes, you know, <laughs> there was a little like yeah. there was a little um like teeny like attitude to it. No, that's like that's why I love her so much. Oh, that's it's awesome. like Yeah, so her earlier music is very rock forward and there's so many artists today from Latin America, particularly like Latin women in music, 
who mm. if you look to the music now and watch Curious Putting Out Now, you wouldn't think that they're like no very similar. But her, mm-hmm. especially the album Donde Están Los Ladrones, which I actually have right here on vinyl. Oh, cool. Um, which was a bit of a bucket list item that I bought recently because <laughs> oh, it was nice. very hard to track down until recently. Oh, really? Um, oh, okay, cool. So this album, Donde Están Los Ladrones, or as we call it in the fandom, Del, um, this album, she's she released it the year after I was born in 98. But this album, just like to this day, it's so poignant because the things she's saying politically are so spot on mm-hmm. and like the emotion she conveys. And it's a rock album. Like she's a Latin rock artist first and foremost. And when you go to a concert, she doesn't have like an army of backup dancers. Like the Super Bowl halftime when the VMA performance that I sent you were quite rare in the fact that she did have backup dancers because mm. typically she's just on stage with a band and that's it. Mm, okay. And she can command stadiums just by herself, which mm. I think there's a lot of artists that can command a stadium, like obviously like Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour and stuff like that. But she can do it without any backing dancers, really without an awful lot of special effects. Like she purposely keeps the shows fairly paired back so they're more affordable for people. Yeah. Oh, that's so nice. Oh God, she's so nice. I have to say like... I totally agree about the like being an entertainer and I feel like it's something that's like a bit of a dying art form I know people they might come for me for that because obviously entertainment still lives on and is everywhere but there's there's something very specific about like the pop girls as well the the like early 2000s pop girls that had this very distinct like way of entertaining and I'm not like there's a difference right between pinks (laughs) the way pink does her live shows now have you seen it with the where she's yeah, basically the, like flying yeah. above the it's it's so gimmicky there's a difference between like gimmicks and stuff and like mm. uh lights and all of this stuff and like having this like presence where you're like britney had it 100 this just like yeah. pure entertainer like thing it's, going on yeah it's rare well, it's like with with like shakira when she performs like she doesn't, I suppose some people might call it the belly dancing gimmick, um, but she is half Arab. It's actually part of her culture. Mm. Um, she's half Lebanese. Her dad was born um, to Lebanese parents in New York before he moved to Columbia when he was five. Um, shout out to Don William. He's still alive. He's in his 90s. He's doing great. We love him. <laughs> um, yeah, he's his name's William, but like we call him Don William in the fandom because we're just like, he is like, she she loves her parents so much. Babes, did you just um, shout and... out Shakira's dad? Yes, <laughs> and you know what? Shout out, shout out her mum Nidia as well. We love you both. Thank you for gracing the world with your daughter. Like, I I love her parents. Like her parents, like honestly, oh if God. I met them, I would cry. Wow. <laughs> I was not expecting a parent shout out on this episode, but that just goes to you show know what? The depth shout of out the kids as well. Milan and Sasha, we love you boys. The whole like, family, how you doing? The only children that I like. <laughs> <laughs> and that is an accomplishment. It truly is, actually. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean, she did. She she definitely has the most like incredible, like the the videos you sent me, the VMAs and the mm. um, Super Bowl spectacular performances. Like, honestly, like, you know that uh like 
comment where it's like how many times did you watch this yes like that was me <laughs> real like, I was like this is there's something about it that's just captivating like she, that woman can perform her ass off and uh, she's just amazing yeah I, I feel like it would be remiss to not talk about all the reasons why because we're a feminist podcast so before people come out as well like why is Shakira so random one birthday episode okay two 100% does this fit with with our like theme of feminism because Shakira is an impressive woman you should I mean you listed all of her achievements but she's not just an entertainer like she is a philanthropist right and she's a yeah um I mean, really we haven't intelligent. even talked about the origin story, really. Yeah, go f- go for it. Dive in. One another thing that Shakira really taught me is perseverance. Oh, that's nice. And and it's because I mean, there's I'm not going to say that like there are artists out there who haven't struggled for what they've got and had to work really hard, but I think you know most of our big entertainers are obviously American or British. Like you know, we've got Beyonce, Britney, Gaga, Dua, you mm-hmm. know, Taylor, whoever. Mm-hmm. Um, and before Shakira, pretty much all of the very big Latin stars were usually um, based in the United States. They were like usually American Cuban, American Puerto Rican, um, in the case of Selena, um, American Mexican. But they were all based in the United States, right? Mm-hmm. Shakira is from a city called Barranquilla on the northern coast of Colombia, which is a region of the country which at the time was culturally quite fragmented from the rest of Colombia. Very distinctive culture, Caribbean culture. Um, it's where Carnival kind of originates from, or one of the places. Um, but in Barranquilla, when Shakira, because she debuted when she was 13, by the way. So she's been going at this for a long time. In Colombia at that time, the early 90s. Bear in mind, she debuted two years before Escobar was killed. Wow. <laughs> Wait, how yeah. old is she? She is 46. Shut the front door. Like, okay, first and foremost, her achievements, her talent, her energy. But I just, she does not look that age whatsoever. Like her, her um, video, music video. Like, she's just she she's she just, looked twenty. Yeah. I can't I can't comprehend it. Well, she's her hair is her hair at the moment is kind of a similar color to what it was in nineteen ninety nine, and people keep putting pictures onto it side by side, and she looks the same. Oh my god, she doesn't age. She doesn't. She's a vampire. <laughs> like, don't put that bitch in the sunlight because she'll start to sparkle. <laughs> no, for real. Yeah. So at the time, though, in Colombia, there's the music scene locally was just like indigenous, like tropical music, which has influenced Shakira, but. You know, she wanted to make pop music. She was, you know, she wanted to make music that was kind of like what she was listening to. You know, she was very influenced by people like Madonna, but she also loved things like ACDC, um, you know, a lot of Western music. And so she worked really, really hard. And when she was 13, she released her debut record, which is called Mahia, which means magic. Um which is no longer available on streaming platforms. I have listened to it. Um, and then she followed it up with an album called Peligro, which means danger. Both albums didn't really perform very well. And Sony Music basically were like, we want to get rid of you. So she took a break. So she was contracted for three albums. She took a break and she did a telenovela called El Oasis, um, The Oasis. I've watched it 
I love Shakira. She's not the greatest actress. And she has said that herself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like, I would, like, if she was, like, in an interview, like, I'm a great actress, I'd be like, she's a great actress. <laughs> <laughs> but no, she's um, she's made it very clear she's not super interested in becoming a film star, which I respect. Yeah, I mean, um, you can't be good at everything. <laughs> no. Wouldn't be fair. So she, um, she did tell Noella, and she was still contracted for one more album. So she did her third album, which is called Pierces Casos, which means bare feet, um, when she was 18. And at the same time, she started her foundation, Pierces Casos Foundation, Barefoot Foundation, to build educational facilities across Colombia in deprived regions, people affected by the internal conflict there. Mm-hmm. But it was that third album that exploded. It was It's the most, actually, I believe it's either the best-selling artist, uh, best-selling album by a woman in Brazilian history, period, or by a non-Brazilian woman period wow but basically she exploded onto the scene and followed up with donde son los ladrones and those albums basically put colombia's music on the map before shakira there was no like international music scene in colombia nobody was making stuff really that was going across borders maybe a handful of things would make its way over like venezuela or like neighboring other neighboring countries but like she was like going number one on the Latin charts in America, in Spain, in Brazil, in Argentina, in Mexico. And that was unheard of for a Colombian artist at that time. And she basically had to pave an entire pathway for South American artists to the global stage by herself. Because as said earlier, all the artists in Latin music that were making massive moves before her, bar maybe Julio Iglesias from Spain, because basically Colombia was bleeding through the 90s. And she still persevered through. She kind of created this whole new lane for artists to become global. Mm. And she did that first across the Spanish-speaking world. And then obviously she crossed over into English with the guidance of Emilio and Gloria Estefan. Obviously Gloria Estefan, we love her. Great musician. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, But with her support, she debuted into the English market with Whenever Ever. Wow. But That's what she debuted that, with. Yeah, her English debut was Whenever Ever. What a debut. Are you kidding me? Oh my God. No wonder she's famous. That that made a fucking splash <laughs> in the industry. Wow. Yep. It's a classic to this day. And that song is timeless. Oh, I, if it comes on, I'm up. Like, <laughs> it is a like, banger. I feel like hips don't lie gets most of the like Shakira love. And like, it's a, like I said, it's a great song. It is but a banger. To me, Whenever Ever is just. On a different, like she put crack in that song. Yeah, like there's something, there's something going laced... on in Colombia. <laughs> what are they? Yeah. What are what... they putting in the the food? <laughs> and what I love about whenever ever as well is you know how she says like "baby, I'd climb the Andes solely to cut the freckles on your body." Oh right, okay. Like all the all the lyrics in that song, especially in the Spanish version "Suerte," mm. they're all comparing like her love to like the geography of South America. Oh wow! Oh, and that's so she nice. uses like the ant. She uses the Andean pan pipes in the song. You know, at the end, like the yeah, flute yeah. at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She actually uses like the Andean music and oh, like the instruments wow. in that song. So it's like not only is she like building this pathway to the global stage for like Latin artists, South American artists, but she's doing it with indigenous sounds, indigenous instrumentation, and really celebrating the homeland. Wow. And that's what I love so much is that no matter what Shakira does, Colombia is always at the heart of it. And she's so proud of the country. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. My brother's girlfriend's Colombian. Oh my God. Hola. And she also 
doesn't look a day over 20 and she's 40. <laughs> like, what are they doing? What are they, what are they eating? Do you know or where drinking? in Columbia she's from? Uh, no, I'll have to check with her because um, I think her dad still lives there. Um, mm. But she, she grew up here, though, so she's... Ah, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, they look damn good. Is what I'm going <laughs> to say about that. <laughs> yeah and oh just i mean and Colombia's shown her so much love back as well like she's got like two statues like massive oh. statues in Colombia. actually there's an artist called carlos vives who she's did a song with called la bicicleta mm-hmm. he for her birthday i think it was either, like maybe her 43rd birthday or something um he wrote a song called curambera which is like a woman who dances like tradition it means like one who dances like a traditional dance of the region they're both from right but it's a song just all about how like how iconic shakira is and how much columbia loves her and like that's so bitch cute. i wept i wept that's when so i watched the video cute. oh that's so sweet plus so she, she truly is like a cultural icon like especially in in columbia then oh yeah absolutely i mean Carol G, um, who she did the song Tickle Hey, TKG mm-hmm. with um, mm-hmm. recently, which was on the playlist, I believe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, the way that she's spoken about Shakira and just what it was like to work with her and then now going to win awards with Shakira. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I think one thing that's been so nice about this particular era, especially in like, the last sort of year or two, is that she's really been getting her flowers a lot more than she has for a long time. Like with the VMAs recognition, like the awards she's been winning, and like I think every single artist has like been given a shout out. So I mean, like, no, she's like she's like the queen, you know, she's mm. kind of paved the way for all of us. Because Latin music is so in vogue right now, you know, like we've got like Bad Bunny, Carol G, oh um, yeah, so Alejandro. I was so like, I was I was a reggaeton girly before reggaeton was a was a thing. Um period. I'm I'm glad that it is though, fully. I like that the artists of today aren't afraid to like give her props and like you kind of did that for all of us because I don't think she even I don't think she sat down and like with the president of Disney was like I want to make history. (laughs) (laughs) That was a deep meme if anyone like gets it. My mom's gonna be listening to this like I don't know what they're laughing about. <laughs> you need you need to send her the video. Should I, I'll send my mom the meme. She's not gonna get it still, even after she's watching saying. it. She's, she's just gonna be like, "What? Who is this?" <laughs> okay, but um, I don't think she sat down when she was like writing Pierce Escazo, so done this and Los Ladrones, and was like, "These albums are gonna like kind of really pave the way for everyone here." But they they did, you know, they um they did the damn thing and. I'm obviously I'm not Latina. I'm like I've never even been to South America. Um, I have been to Latin America. I've been to Mexico, the Dominican Republic. Loved both places, but um, I'm not Latina. I obviously have a, a I'd say like a sort of a spiritual connection to Latina cult, like Latin culture through Shakira mm-hmm. and like just loving Latin music in general because of her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because frankly, I probably wouldn't have like become as enamored with the entire region's music if it wasn't for Shakira like she was definitely my gateway do you know what I reckon if Shakira heard that at the like her impact on somebody who's like born in the UK uh on like, if she heard that I feel like that would mean so much to her not that I know her but just mm. based on what you're telling me based on the, her music and the fact that she really tries to like share the love of her country in through her lyricism and through her music I think that that I think she'd love to hear that. Like, well, mission accomplished. Like, uh-huh. Well, she, like, 
Yeah, I'd agree so too. And like, she's had to defend her like Latinness in recent times. Yeah, before it was trendy, um, I imagine as well. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, like we could get into that, but what <laughs> I was thinking of was basically um, that man, mm. the the ex, mm. um, and we haven't even talked about his mother yet. She can catch these fucking hands. <laughs> 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 that that tone change gave me whiplash. <laughs> it got real aggressive. But, oh no, that entire family, the PK family, it's on site. Trust and believe. You like you have fucked around, you will find out. And we need to insert that music that's like dun 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 dun. And then I need to come in with a disclaimer that says the new feminist does not support any of these views. This is solely the views of Adam Sarah's a few rulings. But please be like, no, Adam fully backs himself on this. <laughs> like, it ain't joking. But um Do not want to start all with a random family. <laughs> oh no, I do. I'm ready for it. Also, war is already down. here. Oh. War is already here. The entire fandom of Shakira's fans, the entire wolf pack, because that's what we are. We're a pack of wolves. We're, we're, we're going to hunt them down. <laughs> I'm not afraid. But anyway, there's a, if you want to know why, just like look up what they've done to her over the years. Can you, and, can um, you tell me a couple of things? I kind of want to know. Short, short yes. story. So, okay. So one of the first things is actually his mother knew about the affair, helped him cover it up. <gasps> no, that's so um, Latin. Oh my God, that's so Latin. My nan would do that for my dad, I reckon. Well, they're not Latin, his family. They're Spanish. They're Catalan. Sorry. And... My, well, my nan's Portuguese and it's also not Latin. But um, you... Yeah. To be sorry. I feel, yeah. Generic, you know. Well, they didn't like Shakira because she's Colombian and not Catalan. And his mother laid her hands on Shakira. There's a video of it. Oh, my God. I was like, you put hands on Shakira, you die. Like, I'm not <laughs> even joking. Like... How can you not like such a... I caught like, it's like okay your son was like maybe getting a bag doing his cute little like kicking a ball around for the Barcelona but okay how long can do that for another 10 years all right well and he's retired now and dropped like a sack of shit off the face of the earth I mean come on it's, it's running around kicking a ball wearing matching outfits like it's not really it's a... like homegirl <laughs> speaks seven languages literally his net worth has his spur change <laughs> like Homegirl is the queen of an entire continent. Your man was so lucky and he still fumbled the bag. Nah. How long was she with him? Um, About 11 years. Is that why she was like back and forth to Spain all the time? And is that why her taxes got all fucked up? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, like, do you know what? That makes her like way like greater if for the people in the yeah. UK who don't know the full story and only saw the headlines. It's because of a man. Also, okay? she paid it's it of a man. already. Oh, okay. Slay. She already paid back the taxes, but basically the Hacienda in Spain, they just like to make an example out of celebrities because they're greedy. They can also <laughs> catch the smoke. The As government for... of Spain, you are not off the list. As a former resident of Spain, yeah, I can confirm. <laughs> Spill, period, Because <laughs> I remember so... like, my eight-year-old self was just like always getting in trouble with... <laughs> mm. Oh my god, not Ellie being an international criminal. <laughs> I lived there up until eight, so I don't know what I'm talking about. But I just remember my mum saying things. So, another thing to back up the, oh, he's like racist, racist. So, he was on, he was doing some <coughs> interview on like some B-list podcast or whatever, you know, 
she's doing interviews in Vogue and Elle and, you know, major publications. He's just on some random person's podcast. But he was like, oh, yeah, my ex is Latin American. These people have no lives. Like, Latinos, like, have nothing better to do than, like, to come after me. And, like, was basically, like, dragging the entire Latino community. I was like, surface for your children are half Latino. So sit down. And then she, like, fired back and tweeted, Ser orgulloso de Latinoamérica. Like, I'm proud to be from Latin America. And I think that tweet got, like, a million likes in a day. Because everyone was like, she's, like, she's not a forgotten Latinidad. Like, she's standing up for her community. And, like, mm. her... And honestly, it was probably... I Obviously, I don't know, like, her mentality. Like, as much as I know about her, I don't know, like, her thoughts. Mm. I wish I did. Um, <laughs> from what we know, as, like, people who have, like, investigated into, like what was going on in that relationship and in that house because bear in mind she bought the the mother and father-in-law a house as well mm-hmm. she bought them a house and wow the, the mother-in-law still had the nerve to put the hands her dirty ass hands on shakira i'm sorry but no. oh dear. sorry i'm getting heated <laughs> no no as you should that's so out of order like shakira is honestly a bit of a saint like i i don't understand it i don't understand the the hate from this woman I know, like, it, it makes me so riled up. I know. Speaking of saying, I said, though, like, I literally said at the start, I'm going to be like a ball of love this episode. <laughs> just bright, pure rage. Okay, she let's move Shakira away. Is something love. Let's, yeah, let's, let's move let's away from PK. Let's move away. And his, yeah, and his. Because this is about family. her, not him. Yeah, 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 exactly. We don't want to waste waste our, our time on him. Um, I was just curious, and I'm sure other people were too, but um, let, I want to. Uh, I, I don't want to end this episode without like highlighting a bit more about her well we've not even gone an hour yet we still got time <laughs> by the way an hour is the time that we're supposed to end every episode we just overrun by 15 <laughs> 20 minutes 30 minutes every time <laughs> literally like every single time <laughs> every for the first like 10 episodes beforehand i'd say to adam an hour we'll aim for an hour yeah and and then after a while after like 10 episodes i was like i don't think i need to say that anymore and i know we're gonna overrun by 15 so whatever if it's 15 and he's like oh we've only it's all right we've not even been barely at an hour i was like yeah exactly <laughs> that's fine because you can edit this one. <laughs> oh, i will <laughs> Oh my god. So I want <laughs> back to the point. I'd like to um yeah, I wanna highlight her like uh her organization a bit more and, and her like commitment to helping um children yeah. and education. I think I think it, it was amazing. So for context for, for peoples, um Adam sent me two two videos, two or three. Um one where she's <clears throat> talking at Oxford union right yeah the oxford union yeah and um one in uh qatar um and she's so incredible like it's it's definitely not you know how celebrities they like back charities because they they they're famous and they're rich and they their pr people are like you kind of have to because people will come for you otherwise it's so clear like she is so incredibly passionate like more so about her charity than her and her like oh, yeah. charity work and her music. music, yeah, it's it's really quite incredible to to listen to. Um, and she's so intelligent, like she's so um, 
eloquent the way she speaks about it as well as oh, well I and could, how knowledgeable yeah. oh my god i mean one of my favorite stories about shakira just to talk about her intelligence mm-hmm. is that after her oral fixation world tour which was is to this date the most global world tour of any artist in history mm-hmm. um she went to more countries continents i've been than anyone else has ever done wow Homegirl performed at the Pyramids of Giza on that tour. Oh my god. That's wild. Oh, no, trust me. Mind you, though, like, in Egypt, like, you know how, like, you might say, like, oh, like, she's, like, the cat's pajamas or something. Mm -hmm. In Egypt, they literally say to, like, knock someone down a peg, like, why are you acting like you're perfect? You're not Shakira. Like, they literally, like, that's literally a saying that they have is, like, you aren't Shakira. Wow. That's crazy. Which like that is so. How, silly. I'm sorry. Then, how does she say? How does how does she and her breasts stay so humble? Because <laughs> honestly, I would be so big headed. And by the way, guys, that was a lyric that I couldn't quite um get over on the one of the songs on the playlist that Adam sent me. She says that her breasts are small and humble. I don't know if it was maybe a little jealous rage that popped out in me because mine certainly <laughs> are not. Um, <laughs> But um, I, I was like, yeah, it's giving a bit um, men writing women. I don't know what happened there. I think it's a translation, <laughs> but definitely it's uh, uh, personifying uh, boobs, which I've only ever seen in books written by men. <laughs> you know, I will like defend that lyric to Hell in the High Water. I love it. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm like, vibing. You know what? Like, I don't care. I'm vibing. Um, but yeah, how does she stay so humble, man? Like, I would be so fucking big-headed. Like, you have... Oh, you have. I know. Oh, man. Like, it's so cool. She's... she's, yeah, she's She is so down to earth. I mean, that's another thing as well. <coughs> but, um, so I was going to talk about how... Sorry, between, yeah, like, intelligence. This, oh, yeah. After this summer that she did this, like, massive tour, she went in disguise to UCLA to study a class on, like, Western civilization and, like, used her, like, middle name and, like, her last name so people didn't know it was her. Wow. And then she's, like, done a philosophy, like, course with, like, UPenn and stuff. Like, Homegirl is, like, she likes to study. Oh, my God. Um, which I also like to study, so I'm, like, I relate to that. Yeah. But um, in terms of, like, her humbleness, just to jump back to that point of the conversation, another thing that I really love about Shakira is, I think, you know, there's a lot of musicians that are amazing and talented. Growing up with Shakira is my main sort of, like, famous person to look up to. I'd say, like, when I was younger, it was her and Gaga. But, like, Shakira's always been, like, my, my queen. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm very grateful to her because, I mean, excluding the tax stuff, which I don't care about, really. Like, you know what? Don't pay the colonizer country. Fuck that. <laughs> like, Trust. Fuck the, hacienda, fuck the hacienda. I don't. She's not really had a single scandal. No, no. In th- over 30 years of her career. No. That's like, like, she's never been, um. Very impressive. Like, she's never had anyone come out and say that she's, like, a diva um you never hear a bad word about her i'd say the only thing that like where she might be like diva-ish is she's known for being like ridiculously like meticulous and anal in the studio right okay to the point where she literally will have like 60 versions of a song before she's happy with it i i do have to like say though that this is people's art and they have to work yeah, exactly. they have to work in a group of people which means that things could come across like negative but I, I to be honest like if i knew it's that never millions been of phrases people... negative when people say it as well yeah and and if i if millions of people were gonna like hear my work i would most definitely be quite anal about it yeah well like it was will i am i think so they've done two songs together with the black eyed peas 
so obviously he's quite established. He said that being in the studio with her was like literally like learning how to be a musician mm-hmm. because like she's that meticulous and like that musically gifted. Wow. And I was like, period. Like, yeah. Wow. She re- she's an impressive woman. I I I'm do you know what? A while ago we were talking about for the magazine every year, we we release a list of like top feminists of the year. And Adam's like fighting for Shakira's life. <laughs> she's going on the list and I was like if you can convince me 100% I feel convinced I feel like just just generally as like a a feminist as an icon a role model 100% she deserves to be on a feminist list like what an absolute icon well I mean to kind of talk a bit more about this year in this particular era Mm. like Every single song has been so intentional in the way that it's, like, given, like, honestly, a very feminist message. Mm -hmm. Like, with De Felicito, the first song of this era that we talked about earlier with Alejandro, she was kind of, like, being like, oh, De Felicito means, like, congratulations. She's like, congratulations on, like, how well you act, you know? She's kind of being a bit tongue-in-cheek. But then the song after that was the song called Monotonia, means Mm -hmm. monotony. Mm -hmm. And she was basically calling out the fact that men cheat in relationships because they can't handle the um but you know the day-to-day like oh like gotta get the kids up take them to school and like just the sort of normalcy of married life and that's like what that song is about um which says like no culpa tuya ni tampoco mia means like it wasn't your fault it was mine the mm-hmm. culpa de la monotonia like the fault was of the monotony of the relationship mm-hmm. like we were just too comfortable mm. and then after that came session 53 and in that song she actually says las mujeres ya no lloran las mujeres facturan which means like women don't cry we get paid yes I, I i saw that lyric and i was like hell yeah and bear in mind when i f- that song came out in january it's literally not left like my the top of my on repeat playlist all all year <laughs> um but it was so impactful and it literally it became a movement. Like people were singing it in like in protests, in, like in carnival, like and Latin women all over the world, um, across Latin America were like using it as like a launch board of like, no, I'm so fucking sick and tired of men walking all over me and I'm not gonna cry over it anymore. I'm gonna go out there and make my own damn money. Mm, mm. And then like Teco Hey, like it's another like empowerment song with another Latina, with another Colombiana as well. The mm. first Colombian woman she's ever worked with on a song as well, which is super impactful. Then came the song Across the Co, which was like a ballad dedicated to how much she loves her children. Aww. And then um the most recent song, I mean there was a song called Copa Vacia as well, which is like another sort of breakup song, but the most recent song called El Jefe, meaning the boss. Mm-hmm. is literally it's the spanish nine to five like oh, really? in the song in the song she's talking about how much like it's crappy working for a boss mm-hmm. and the backstory of this song is it's written from the perspective of her nanny right i might have explained this to you before actually uh, i don't think you have okay so it came out recently um in september mm. it's a mexican ranchera song it's like a very traditional mexican sound which um like, Shakira's massive in Mexico. She loves that country. She talks about how much she loves Mexico a lot. Mm-hmm. And, like, she's always been, like... Mexico's been very important in Korea. Um, so, the song El Jefe, it's written from the perspective of her nanny because it was her nanny who actually told her about the affair. Oh. And then, and then that man <laughs> fired her, fired the nanny without financial compensation. So, Shakira rehired her after the breakup Gave her a million euros to appear in the video for the song, El Jefe. 
and shouts her out and says, like, Lily Megar, the name of the nanny, like, this song's for you, who was, like, fired without compensation. Oh, my God. Um, so not, not only is she, like, at this point, like, you know, remembering, like, her, like, culture, community, and, like, still, like, continuing to make amazing Spanish-language music, that it, at this point in her career, you know, she's 43 years in her career, and she's still at the top of the game, mm. which is rare. That doesn't happen for a lot of artists, and especially for women. It's very easy for female artists to kind of be like, oh, you're over 30 now, so like you're not relevant anymore. Yeah, yeah. It does help that she looks 20. So. <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely does. It definitely does. But um, yeah, but, like that is such... Like she's... Oh, Shadow agrees. <laughs> Shadow, Shadow passionately agrees. But she's also like bringing other women to the table and kind of... She, to me, like she is such an icon of womanhood. I mean, I have to agree. After after hearing all of this, like and and the homework and everything, I am I am standing myself a little bit. <laughs> oh no, trust and believe. Ellie doesn't realize that I've like I've cracked in now, and like <laughs> I'm gonna like just start sending you like, oh yeah, there's this song that you might like. Or, the seed oh, this has cool. been sown. No, I want in. I want to. I want to. I want to be in the the fan base the community i also really want to hear more about the beef so i ask adam this all the time <laughs> but like i it's because i'm fascinated okay because i'm not part of like basically i've got the old adhd brain which means that i can fixate but it will it will be over before it's even started like i get bored super easily which means i can't have a thing like this and i'm so Whereas jealous of i people. fixated for like 12 years <laughs> But I'm jealous of, of of people who can like have a passion that sticks with them forever. I just can't quite. There's only I have a couple, but like nothing that I'm like super uh, super fixated on. She's just she's tattooed on my soul at this point. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> but I I do not know what it's like to be part of a like fan base, especially today in today's world like on like the yeah. online community and Shakira fans are passionate people I like, I know like from what you say so I want to know how do you how does one find themselves in this community like you're in a group chat you have a stan account like I'm in several <laughs> oh shit okay so how do, how did that happen like do, do people find you did you find them like so I kind of fell into like stan culture I mean like I've always been a Shakira stan like Ask like my family, like they know more about Shakira than they ever could to know. <laughs> um, my mum is a Shakira stan though, so like big up <laughs> to my mum. She's who who went to the last concert with. I'm gonna take her to the oh. next one as well. <laughs> um, we're gonna try for like meet and greet and stuff like that. If that happens, though, you Ellie, you will need should. you will need a new co-host because I will be dead. <laughs> but um, you should so do that. I That's was... worth it for you, 100. percent Oh no, trust and believe. I'd die very happy. Um, <laughs> I'm like, nah, this is the good death. <laughs> so I kind of fell into stan culture because I've always been a stan of Shakira's. Like, mm. she can do no wrong in my book. Like, I will go to war for that woman, as evidenced earlier. And so around 2020, I was like, I was just tweeting stuff. And obviously Shakira was doing the Super Bowl, so I was like, I'm really excited. And like, on my, what was like a civilian's Twitter at mm-hmm. that time, I started like following Shakira accounts, started following me back, and I just kind of just built from there really and kind of fell into Stan culture that way. But it's nice because I mean, obviously, Stan culture, I'm not gonna lie, it's not the place for mental health. Um, you know. I think that we're all a little bit mentally ill. <laughs> um Well, everybody is really. Yeah. But um 
I would say that I, I'm not like as deep, deep into it as I have been at some points. Cause like, I'm just, I'm starting to get a little bit too old for it now. Right. Okay. Okay. But, but it's kind of the place to be if you're a fan of someone like being in communities, because I have connections to people who know Shakira's team now. And I like, you know, oh, shit. and I, yeah, no, no, trust and believe. Like, I know, like, I like learn things about her very, very quickly before the general public do sometimes. Wow. Um, and like, and it means that I'm always primed and I know when like the releases are, what time they are, what award she's won. And I think for me, part of it is like, because I'm so dedicated, it's like a tool for me to like maintain that knowledge and that like, that devotion. Mm. Um, there's there's definitely drama within the Shakira community. There's <laughs> I know. Two, there's two main sort of groups, I would say, that have kind of formed over time. Um, there's different types of fans as well and stands. There's like the post Super Bowl crowd who came in just after the halftime show and they've not really been for an album release yet. I'm technically a Dino stand because I started being a fan around whenever other era, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm technically one of the old old ones. Um, <laughs> but I mean, to be honest, even if it was just like it was just going from like She Wolf is like when I really became a stan. Mm. Um, I'm still like that's 2009, so like I'm still like a dinosaur compared to most of them. Mm. Um, but. I think one thing that's unique about Shakira's fandom, actually, and what I love is, I mean, like, K-pop is very global these days, but, like, I literally, I have Shakira friends in India, Morocco, Nigeria, Brazil, Mexico, Colombia, Spain, France, the US, Singapore, Japan, Egypt, um, Lebanon, Turkey, Greece, like, literally, she has fans all over the world. She's one of the most global musicians of all time. Yeah. And we all connect and we all like know people who are from such different walks of life to me, different religions and backgrounds and languages they speak. And we all come together with this one person that we really love. And, you know, and it doesn't matter if like we speak English or Spanish or Farsi or Hindi or Portuguese or whatever, like we're all unified with the fact that we support her and we love her. And mm. I've made some really, really like good, I'd say some even like lifelong friendships through Aww. Shakira at this point. That's so Shakira is really uniting people. Like my friend, I have, I have a friend called Sarah who lives in the US. She's probably gonna listen to this. Shout out to her. I love her. Like, and it's nice because when I grew up, no one was like really into Shakira. Like people like liked the odd song. Waka Waka was a bit of a moment where everyone was into her again. Mm-hmm. But obviously in the UK, Spanish music doesn't really do the numbers that it should do because people only really listen to what they can understand in English, whatever. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't really grow up with people that I could, like, share this love with. Mm. Um, When I found, like, Shakira fans online, it was like, oh, finally I have people I can talk to, like, about, like, oh, what do you think this lyric means? Like, what do you think when she, what do you think she was, like, going through when she wrote this song? Or, like, oh, like, what's your favourite album? Oh, that's my favourite album. Like, which look do you like the most? Um, Which performances stand out in your head? And... I think because she's so overwhelmingly positive as a musician, like she's like, like I said, she's not really had much of a scandal bar the tax stuff, which again, I don't care about. Don't at me about the tax stuff. I'm not going to like <laughs> give a shit. Um, it's been discussed but, anyway. Yeah. Case it's, closed. It's, it's, yeah, exactly. Um, she has got the trial soon, so we'll find out what happens there. Right. Um, but it was just so refreshing for me to be around people that loved her as much as I did. I don't love all of the people that I've met on Shakira Twitter or Shakira fandoms in general. I don't agree with all of their approaches. <laughs> I think some of them are a little bit too intense and a little bit too willing to show up to places that she is. 
Um, <laughs> oh, I see. Okay, we're getting like there are some stalkery ones. Yeah, there definitely are. I'd say the majority of people are very, very sweet. Um, mm-hmm. but it's like that in every stand community and like no Shakira Twitter. I kind of got in early mm-hmm. like when stan twitter hadn't really sort of like taken off as much like 2020 it was still a thing but like it was largely like k-pop and then it was like directioners and that sort of stuff came a bit before but the shakira community because a lot of shakira's fans are older mm-hmm. as well you know there's like i know fans that literally from her like her debut have been fans yeah so i kind of got in early and i've seen the community really grow and Obviously, as a community grows, it starts to splinter and, you know, fracture in ways. But we are all unified with the fact that we want her to do really well and we're going to support her no matter what. Babes, you sounded like a politician then. Like, obviously, as it grows, oh, I it's kind of did, actually. splinter oh. and fracture, a.k.a. There's mass, dra- masses, mass amounts of drama. <laughs> oh, no, there is. There is. I'd say there's a lot of drama within, but there's a lot more drama with other communities. Right, okay, okay. Yeah, no, it sounds like, I mean, I've heard quite a lot of mad... I've been in quite a few sandwars at this point. <laughs> I've been a veteran of a few. I would say, I'm not going to go into the communities that we fight with, but we are sister fandoms with Britney's fans and Mariah's fans. Oh, I love that. That is so sweet. So we have, like, a pact where, like, we never, like, badmouth. We always support Britney and Mariah. Um. So, like, is and there... there are a few other... Is there any that you you're, like like enemies um not as much now but jlo fans um, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> um i i will be honest i have some criticisms of miss lopez but she does a cute song and she does some fun movies yeah i have um, to say i am a fan of her rom-coms like i do the wedding planner was so good this <laughs> like, was great yeah i yeah she she and definitely then, has done yeah. bits and some of her songs have been like like low-key bangers but nowhere near as much oh, shakira i don't yeah. think and, and I, then um yeah i was gonna say and then it's also christina fans <gasps> as well really which is yeah, funny and... it's kind of like britney there's there's a little bit like britney fans are a little bit that's it's... kind of where it comes from because the jlo fans and the christina fans came together at the same time that we came together with the britney oh my fans God. this is political this is like you're you're like allies so you have to like, back the yeah, same, exactly got back the same pop girlies oh my god i will I say involved, I, I, I... <laughs> this, sounds, this sounds fun I will say I I enjoy JLo's music. I enjoy Christina's music. Please control some of your fans. <laughs> like um, are they a bit feral? I mean, we're feral too. Like, there's a oh, let me find it. But basically, someone um, it made me laugh. It was like a someone was like, "Oh, I beefed with the Shakira fans," and then one of them sent me my address, address like the worst in the barbs. Oh my god! And I was like, like. Oh, so basically at one point we actually ended up like this was like two three years ago there's some like rock musician called d snyder i still don't know like what he does or anything like that but he tweeted something about shakira's super bowl performance and we started an entire fan war oh with my... him oh my god like literally with him it's so funny because if shakira does do anything or no not even does what why would she have to do anything if anybody is to like attack her or anything she she's i bet she's like eh. My, uh, my she Well, this, this year proves it. Because, I mean, JLo, Christina, D. Snyder, they're all small fry because the family, the ex-family-in-law, and honestly, her other exes as well, Antonio De La Rua, I know you broke up, like, over, like, 
12 years ago now, 13 years ago, he can still catch these hands. <laughs> Osvaldo Rios, who she was with in the 90s, he can catch these hands. Oh, wow. Y'all can catch these hands. I've got sharp nails. <laughs> <laughs> no, that you know, there were a lot of songs in the playlist where I was like, oh, she mad. Like, he's really fucked up. <laughs> I didn't know who, he was, who she was talking about, but I was like damn we do not like him <laughs> yeah no trust and believe like she does a great like she's i think great for revenge me, songs yeah oh she she is the queen of revenge songs. oh yeah like yeah i, di- I didn't I mean, fully appreciate it alone. until now but yeah 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 i think because i'm just like i'm a very loving person but i hold a lot of rage in my heart for a lot of things <laughs> and Scorpio I, energy. Yeah, yeah exactly like she's an aquarius um she's a cancer moon and an aries rising the aries rising really jumps out on those songs okay. and then the cancer moon is like on all the ballads <laughs> that's hey. the thing. i know homegirl's star chart but also she's a cancer moon like me which i love <laughs> oh yeah wait i'm like engaging in this conversation like it's normal i didn't even think to be like oh shit you know her you fully know her birth chart okay ellie i know everything like i'm telling you i know where she is about 90 percent of the time where is she now i think she's in miami but she <laughs> might be on the way to spain oh my god that's when that's this so comes fun. Out... i'm gonna do that every week <laughs> where's where shakira is she, where is she now <laughs> I think that right now, um, so let me think. When this comes out on the 13th, she will probably have, she'll be in Spain. She'll probably be in Spain. Um, The Latin Grammys is on the 17th of February. uh, Of, not February, of November. Christ, I don't know why I said February. Um, So she'll be in Spain for that, but she's got the tax trial around then, just before it. So I think she's going to stay in Spain because she's got a, NRJ in France as well earlier that week in Cannes, so it's like only a hop over. So Rich knows her full schedule. <laughs> <laughs> so she will probably be in Spain around the time that this comes out. Um, she may oh have she may have not left yet. She may just be leaving. She may have just arrived, but she will probably be in Spain or on her way there. Wow. Well, hey Shakira, hope you enjoy your time in Spain. <laughs> Um, and maybe you won't for a little bit for the trial, but um, well, for the she's awards. up for three songs of the year at the Grammys. The oh first artist God. in Latin Grammy history to do that. Uh, my money is on Session Fifty Three getting it, but Take oh, yeah. Hair would be pretty cool as well. I think Acrostico, the ballad about kids, is probably the weakest chance of winning. <laughs> People don't like but... kids. <laughs> oh, it's a beautiful song though. I just think that the impact of the other two has been greater. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. But she's got to maintain the lead because Rosalia is like tapping her ass to be the most <gasps> awarded woman. That's so true. Rosalia has been making moves. Wow. Well, they, they need to do a song together. Actually, that's like the realty. I'm putting that out there because I love Rosalia. I would love. And, like... No, put it out there because I once put it, put something like that out there and it happened. It literally happened so oh my god it's big fat slay so yeah, i yeah, think yeah. before we close out i just want to <laughs> bring all this together mm-hmm. and just like give us a nice little closing thing to jump on mm-hmm. because we have gone over ellie's gonna be annoyed at me <laughs> <laughs> no you're editing it's fine we promise guys <laughs> next week that the episode will be an hour we promise we promise we promise my mum's had to start listening to these episodes in two halves. Two days. <laughs> two days it's taking her. <laughs> to be fair, I did listen back to the last one in three different parts, but that's just because we had, like, it broke It broke up easily with the different stories. Yeah, 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 it did, it did, it did. So, 
obviously I've talked a lot about Shakira. I've talked a little bit about her personal life, um, her history as an artist, her philanthropy. Um, I could have spent hours and hours and hours talking about her. I want to first of all thank you, Ellie, for letting me do this because I really <laughs> appreciate that you just let me. No, I just loved it. Talk about Shakira for this long. I've had a great. Um, I've had a boo. But um, I think it's just it's safe to say that if you didn't know a lot about her beforehand, um, do check out her music. I'm I'm obviously biased, but she is a phenomenal talent. I think that vocally she's. She's got a, an absolutely beautiful voice. Yeah. Um. We didn't. Oh my god. We didn't even talk about the vocal cord injury. <laughs> that was a whole thing. Oh damn. Oh sorry. If you want to know about that, look it up. <laughs> um. <laughs> she's got a beautiful voice. I think that she exemplifies what a global artist is in this day and age. That she's yeah. brought her culture around the world with her brought it to stages in Russia and America and India and Egypt and the UK and France and Italy and Brazil and everywhere she's gone she's just shown how proud she is to be Colombian and her music speaks to that as well how proud she is of her Arab heritage as well that we haven't really talked an awful lot about she is a master of dance her not only her belly dancing but her contemporary dance her traditional Colombian dance styles the way she's done like tango before, which is just so sexy. <laughs> like she's just a phenomenal talent. And I think above all, she truly is a icon of perseverance. I think this year where she's really, she's made lemons out of lemonade um, and really grown and reclaimed a lot of herself. Cause I think all of her fans kind of knew that in Barcelona, when she was still there with PK and in that relationship, she was obviously happy because she had her children and I don't, I would never like, I know that she'd agree with me. It's like, she would never regret being with that man because he brought her the children that she loves so much. Mm-hmm. Um, But it's been so beautiful to see that in the past year or two that she's now that she's away from a relationship that I think we know really he, she wasn't appreciated for the amazing woman that she is. She's reclaimed so much of her voice, her artistry, her talent and there's still so much more to come. The album's on its way. There's a tour following. We know that there is a tour following it. And I just, I encourage everyone that if you've never listened to Shakira before, you know a lot more about her now. And she's just an absolute phenomenal talent. And if Shakira happens to listen to this, (laughs) which she she won't, but just sincerely, just thank you so much for everything that you've given to me for being the soundtrack of my life because her music has gotten me through the worst moments of my life and i just i truly i love her with all of my heart that's so sweet oh that's so cute no i honestly big up shakira i am a convert after this episode yes i will be a slay um i will be uh, inducted into the um stan sphere of shakira and i'm looking forward to it (laughs) anyway thank you guys so much for listening yeah muchas gracias uh and we will see you on the next one you can find us at uh the new feminist magazine on instagram and at tnf magazine on all other social platforms uh and you can visit our website at thenewfeminist.co.uk and that's it hasta luego bye